Welcome back and let's get creepy. Let's get creepy. Remix. Dude, I, I don't know like, why. <laughs> I feel like I'm having an out of body experience right now. How is that? I feel like I've had too much Red Bull. <gasps> I'm, at, I'm at peak now. Your soul is levitating out. It, it's elevated. It really is. It's like vibrating inside. It's the wings about to pop out. <laughs> Didn't they get in trouble? They had to change that slogan because it doesn't literally give you wings. People are dumbasses if they actually fucking thought that, though. Jesus. They didn't. It was just some kind of thing that they had to fix legally or whatever. That's weird. I'm about to sneeze, I think. My allergies have been out of control here. I Even in Texas or, like, the cedar and stuff didn't really affect my allergies. But for some reason, I don't know what it is here that I've had to actually take medication. And I hate taking medication. It makes me sleepy. I need to find, I need to buy a new, because I used to rarely take allergy medication, so it didn't matter if it made me drowsy or not, but. Uh -huh. Yeah, there's no one drowsy. <laughs> I need to buy some of that kind. Ugh. What sucks is that allergy medicine costs a shit ton. That's true, too. Ugh. I'm just going to keep putting honey in my coffee or something to, like, get my sinuses in check. Are you doing honey from the area, like local honey? Yeah. Oh, good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Good. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I was talking to a, the, a beekeeper. Like, he came and got bees from our shed at the beginning, or, like, right before <gasps> summer began. And cool. he gave us honeycomb that had been under the shed, and I was, like, disgusted because it was under the floorboard. So, but he was like, yeah, you can eat it. And he's like, just don't eat the wax, like suck all the honey out. And I was like, would this help with allergies? And he's like, it does help, but you literally have to have it every single day for you to mm -hmm. grow an immunity. And I'm like, God damn it. Damn it. It's going to take too long then for me. Word. Uh, I hate it, but. Anyways, um, what I don't hate is that you reminded me that October is around the corner. It is. It starts to feel like October at, by the end of this month. So I've already mm -hmm. seen a few pieces of merch and product come out. And I think yeah. Spirit Halloween is open, isn't it? Or is it like um, soon? Jess said that it's not going to open here, so I'm not sure. I saw the building um, around out here but i don't know when they're gonna open it it's like one of those big buildings mm -hmm. <clears throat> it has a little banner on it but i'm very excited i went to heb and they have little ghost statues outside so i guess other shit is gonna be popping up soon i can't wait i know it won't be the same yeah. but i'm still just as excited yep it's really sad this entire year like all the holidays like fell on the weekends and shit and Everybody was ready for that. Yep. And then our dreams Mishandling things and whatnot. But anyways, we don't need to talk about that. <laughs> so tell me about your hiking experiences, Abby. So far, I think since the last time we've recorded, I've gone two more times. And um, actually one of the dogs, not one of my dogs, but Buddy, he's a pit bull. He's so, he's super sweet. He's older. He came with us on one, one hike and I was not prepared for how 
terrifying it was going to be because I can't, I mean, we can't like hold him. He's, he knows what to do. Like he has to walk and climb and everything. And he was doing a great job, but it was still making me freaking nervous. Um, Mm. But he did good. There were parts of the hike where we had to like jump over. I don't know how to explain it. It was like at an angle. It was like at a slant because we were basically on the side of the mountain and a piece was broken off on the trail. So we had to jump and make it to the other side without like falling to our not death, but we would have broken our bones um, or, you know, got scratched up. So, and then there's a creek or like, um, I guess it is a creek um, along the side at the bottom. So it was kind of scary. And, um, but the worst part was, was when we had to remember that we have to turn around and go back. So we had to make those jumps again on the way back. Um, And it was very like slippery and, you know, rocks break, dirt makes you slip around, but it was pretty, it was pretty cool. I felt like an actual like little adventurer. Um, So we've been enjoying the hikes. Thank you for asking. It's been so beautiful. We've stayed in one area, the Helen Hunt Falls area, mostly just taking different trails. Um, but there are definitely other places that even like an hour away or two hours away, there's multiple places to hike out here. So I've been having a lot of fun with that, but now I'm also back at work. So that's another thing that's new this week. I guess, um, I was going to ask you what areas are you hiking in? Like, what are they called? Uh, People would probably more, they'd probably recognize the Seven Bridges um, trails because that's what, that's basically what the area is. But as far as I know on the map, it just says Helen Hunt Falls is pretty much like the actress. Yeah, like the actress. (laughs) I like that actress. Or no, her name's, is her name Holly Hunt? Who am I thinking of? Helen Hunt is her name, but is that what? Holly Hunter is another actress then, I think. Uh, why is that? Is that the lady from... There's two blonde ladies I'm picturing. I'm picturing one from Pay It Forward. That's Helen Hunt, right? Uh, Haley Joel Osment, Kevin Spacey. I don't remember that movie, but Holly Hunter is the mom's voice, or Elastigirl's voice in The Incredibles. Yes, The Incredibles. Yes. Okay, so we, we're on the same page. But yeah, anyways, um, Helen Hunt, yep. Mm-hmm. interesting okay so what's going on with you these days not a goddamn thing i need a new car um i've just been working and doing a bunch of shit uh i'm thinking about not telling you what i was just gonna say <laughs> <clears throat> oh good okay no worries because you jinxed everything. Yeah, don't. I almost did the same thing and I erased my text earlier. Yeah, I'm not even going to. Because it'll be one of us jinxing the other or yeah. us yeah. jinxing ourselves. That is exactly it. So I'm just not even going not to. today, speak. Satan. Okay, so today's episode. Oh, yeah. I don't even know what it is. So I'm excited. Let's see what it is. So I guess I'm just going to jump in and then you can pick up what I'm trying to put down. Okay. So in 1990, Stephen and Beth Lee and their two boys moved into what they thought was their dream home 
in the black forest region of Colorado Springs. Oh, God. Yep, that is where you live now. It is. Mm. Let's see what it is. Yep. And then you go hiking all over the place over there. So I thought, this is perfect. <gasps> <laughs> I wanted to um, freak you out a little bit. Have you think of things whenever you're on your little hikes? I already do. Actually, it's funny because the last time we went on, I felt something behind me and I turned around. And I was like, this is the first time I had an eerie feeling while hiking. Oh, no. But I wonder what it was. No. It almost felt like there was somebody behind me. I've been listening to this podcast called Park Predators. Mm. And... It's about people that get killed in uh, national parks. Mm-hmm. Dude, it is fucking crazy. Because I've been wanting to go camping and shit, and I'm like, never mind. Now that I've listened to the that podcast, because <laughs> fuck all of that. With my <laughs> luck, that would happen. Like, <laughs> Oh, God. It would just be... Uh, you wouldn't go alone, though. Yeah, Some people either, go way, either way, there was one that I listen to that these two uh girls went together like they thought they would be safer in numbers and they they both died they both got killed what the hell oh yeah but if like i don't know i don't know i feel like sometimes i'm the kind of person that's like if you say it it couldn't happen to me it might yeah but you but you shouldn't think that it might happen to you but it still might i don't know yeah just gotta be protection Take protection with you. Yeah. I told Jeremy and he, because we were going to go to that, to Camp Boy to go swimming and shit. And <clears throat> he originally wanted to go camping. So he was like, I'm going to have to buy a machete. I'm like. <laughs> machete? The fuck? <laughs> That's exact intense. Thing. A sword. He well, likes Game of like- Thrones now. It's that. I think that's what it wants. <laughs> <laughs> He still he still tries to fight it. He's like, I just I'm just watching it because you're watching it. I've seen the proof. Yeah, I'm like he was fully turned around in the chair yeah. watching he, it. He likes it. He just doesn't want to admit it. <laughs> um, and then I really think that he doesn't like. Um, I try to remind him of like something that happened like earlier in the seasons, and then. I'm thinking, well, he's not invested, so he he's not going to know what I'm talking about. But then he does, and I'm like... <laughs> Paying off the coast attention, are yeah, we? Yeah, that's exactly what I think every time. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. So the Black Forest in 1990. Uh, yes, okay, so... Stephen and Beth Lee. Yes, I'm glad you're paying attention this episode. This time I am. I'm making sure. <laughs> oh. Okay, so after years of renting homes around the area, they finally found a beautiful, spacious, two-story log home off of Swan Road in the densest part of the woods. They leased the home and a year later decided to purchase the five-acre property. The unsuspecting Lees were not told by the previous owner that he was convinced the house was haunted. And he didn't share his experiences because he thought people would just laugh at him and call him crazy. But I would still want to fucking know that shit if I'm buying a house from you, Jesus. No. So uh, within weeks of purchasing the home, weird things began to happen. 
The activity started pretty small with lights and electronic devices turning off and on along with some strange noises. Weird, but not unheard of in homes surrounded by trees and natural space. Uh, are y'all, y'all are like in the city though, right? We're in the Cheyenne Mountain area. So I guess not technically, I don't know. I don't really know. I know that there's like Manitou Springs and then there's like, or not Manitou, just Manitou. And then there's like Pueblo around us. But, but are I don't you know like, what in the city means. Like in, well, in the are city. Are you like in a residential area or are there a bunch of fucking trees and there's space between houses? I'm in a residential area, okay. yeah, I think. What I okay. Pretty much. But I'm not like in the city city. Okay. You're like in a suburb or I guess, I don't know. So kind of. Okay. You could say that. Okay, so then... Uh, not unheard of? Yes, it's not unheard of, but then it progressed. No. So one day we came home, remembers Beth, and it was like the 4th of July in our living room and bedroom. We had all kinds of lights flashing through, and it sounded like people stomping across the roof. Oh, my God. We would lie in bed at night and hear chains rattling. One night, we woke up and heard orchestra music. Strange things started happening every day. And it didn't stop at sounds and flashing lights either. The two Lee boys uh, consistently reported seeing weird lights and shadows in their rooms and sulking, skulking around, (laughs) around the woods around their home. One of the strangest phenomenons was the untraceable chemical odors that burned the family members' eyes and throats. Stephen Lee didn't believe the activity was paranormal, though. He suspected that someone was trying to scare the family out of their new home, so he installed a state-of-the-art security system complete with video surveillance and motion detectors. The motion detectors started going off when nothing seemed to be near them eventually tallying up 62 alleged break-ins. The problem was that there was not one single piece of evidence that anyone had been in the home and nothing was missing. In fact, the El Paso County Sheriff's Department would make 45 separate trips to the cabin, never finding any proof of criminal activity. Oh, no. Yes. So Stephen decided to up his surveillance game by adding more cameras in the home. And he captured some orbs, random beams of light, and ghostly forms with a face. (laughs) Over the years, Stephen has amassed more than 3,000 photographs and dozens of hours of videotape showing evidence of paranormal activity. Many of these images were published in Fate magazine in November of 1994. Yeah. So the paranormal activity has been documented and experienced by several individuals outside of the Lee family, lending even more credibility to their story. The Lees contacted the TV show Sightings in 1995. Did you ever watch that show? No, I think it sounds familiar, but I don't, I didn't ever watched it. No, I'm pretty sure I watched it. I don't remember a whole lot about it though. So from the beginning, the spirits made their presence known to the production crew. Like this is after they got there and stuff. Um, Cameras were knocked off tripods. A producer appeared to go through an attempted possession. 
And the medium Echo Bodine, I think that's her name, or that's her last name, um, she felt that there were as many as 20 spirits in the house, with one being particularly malevolent. Um, the television show crew experienced so much activity that they came back six months later with psychic Peter James, who immediately felt a pull of power, powerful psychic energy on the property. While touring the house, James was overwhelmed by the burning chemical odor mentioned earlier and suddenly asked if the name Howard meant anything to the family. Stephen and Beth were taken aback, and the familiar name of their dear friend, who Beth called their adopted granddaddy for the past 10 years, as they revealed more about the old friend, the chemical smell began to make sense. It turns out that Howard's son, Howard Jr., died of a drug overdose in the 60s. Howard Jr.'s best friend was a pharmacist and would sneak the two drugs to get high together. So James felt that Howard Jr. entered a rift in space-time on the Lee's property because he wanted to somehow contact his father and tell them or tell him that he hadn't actually overdosed, but that he was murdered. <gasps> what the heck? Yeah. How? I don't it I didn't really get to find a whole lot on that. But um so whenever Steve or Steven like figured figured that out or whatever, it took him a moment and he had to like he kept saying like there's no way that they could have known about Howard. So it was just really mm -hmm. weird. But at the same time it's like that's a that's a stretch, you know, like yeah. It's a really go in there. Um mm -hmm. But they think the reason why it was, like, such a stretch is because Howard Jr. had something to say, you know, like him saying that. Yeah. So that's why that happened. But I don't know. So the house has been visited by several psychics and paranormal experts who unanimously agree that the Black Forest House is one of the few locations on this planet that connects our world to the next. The closet in the master bedroom is suspected to be a portal to the other side. And there's a 100-year-old mirror in the room uh, that has endless uh, photographs of apparitions and floating faces in it. Mm -mm. So a Hopi shaman uh, consulted on the Black Forest hauntings, and he felt the property was located on a rainbow vortex which is a type of passageway into this world from the spirit world. And wow. currently there are only two other locations where photographic phenomena similar to those from the Black Forest are being recorded. And those are in London and in Arizona. So while the spirits that are traveling through this rift aren't necessarily haunting the property, they are using it as an entrance into our world. Mm -hmm. So they say. Wow. So now, so after all of that, Stephen now suspects another explanation, which <laughs> makes me, <laughs> I don't, it doesn't make me laugh. It's just, it, I'll get into it. So, um, <laughs> so he doesn't think that it has anything to do with the spiritual world. He told reporters that he felt that their property was near a government facility where top secret experiments or projects were going on 
and that security personnel guarded the nearby area. He felt that the whole scenario was being carried out as an experiment in mind control. He says the government is testing biological weapons, psychic warfare, mind control, and laser holograms. What the Does fuck? that not sound familiar? Yes. Mm-hmm. MGK. Wait, MGK? No, edit that, edit that out. I was yawning. I was asleep. MK Ultra, kill me. Just kill me. You better edit Whoa. this out. Not just MK Ultra. Uh, Project Bluebeam. Project Bluebeam. Yes, exactly. That was my next. I was about to say, but Pro- MK Ultra is like you just. I know we haven't covered um, MK Ultra. That's why I said that one. But good. Yes, it's a conspiracy. Holograms. Yeah. So experiments from ghosts to this. I don't, but I don't know why. Like his specific house would be. Don't you think that they would just they would do like the whole area? Like why would they just pick I would think. I don't know. To blend in, to hide in plain sight, maybe? I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> I don't I'm okay. scared. So because the TV show drummed up so much interest in the property, many have tried to debunk the haunted theory. This includes scientists, uh, electromagnetic experts, other paranormal investigators, and state senator Charles Duke from Monument, Colorado. So senator Duke went armed with a camera and took pictures of his own, which displayed the same kind of pictures everyone else was taking. So while still not a true believer, senator Duke saw enough that he approached the FBI to uh, gauge their interest in an investigation. They did decline, though, citing that no federal laws have thus far been broken. Hmm. So in 2013, there was a forest fire that killed two people, and it destroyed 489 homes and caused insurance damage estimated at $420.5 million dollars. Yeah. Uh, the El Paso County Sheriff's Office has concluded the fire was human caused. The mm-hmm. only, Convenient. Yeah. The only clearly established fact was that no natural causes existed and thus the fire was human caused. But saying officials may never know how, why, or by whom. So uh, this same year, the Lees put their property up for sale. However, it's also been reported that the Lees. Or that Steve um, or Stephen chases people off the property as recently as 2016. So, uh, I mean, clearly he can do that. So please don't go fuck mm-hmm. around and trespass. But um, <laughs> so I don't know if he actually sold it or not, but uh, people have tried to go over and look at it and shit and see if they can see I'm something. Sure. Oh my God. So reportedly nowadays the doors uh, in the house still open and closed by themselves. Appliances still turn on and off. Uh, objects disappear or are hidden. Alarms still go off for no reason. And shadowy figures and disembodied voices can be seen and heard. Red, yellow, and white light forms can be seen as well as apparitions of an old lady, a little girl, a burly man in 1800-style clothing, and spectral animals, Uh, not to mention the haunted or the hundreds of faces photographed 
and the bedroom mirror can still be seen. What the fuck? Yeah, and that is it. And I didn't, I thought this was longer than I originally planned it for it to be. I like it. That's wild. Yeah, it's, hold on, let me get my sources and then, um, mm-hmm. occultworld.com, uh, ourcommunitynow.com, and denverpost.com. But, uh, yeah, I want to not necessarily go to that specific house, but like the area and see if there's like some sort of like energy you can feel if it's like different or like what, if it's a rainbow vortex, I mean, it has to, I don't know, like what? Yeah. My father-in-law lives around that area and he's mentioned the black forest, but I didn't know there was like a darker, weirder history behind that. Um, It's funny because there was a story that I was writing or that I'm still writing now. It's completely different. But in the beginning, I randomly picked this forest as the, Mm -hmm. as the location. Mm -hmm. And in the story, this girl goes to a different, uh, dimension and I had no idea that I could have just played into this shit true it's a completely different story now but yeah it that it was really weird I was like what the fuck I just oh, randomly shit. picked it and then it had this portal in there hmm. I want to read up on there's just so many terms for like how electric fields work on the planet and what that could mean for like spiritual stuff. Mm-hmm. It's just fascinating. It's just, I don't know. It's bizarre. I feel like I would need to know more about physics and other things like that to make it make sense. Though. Yeah. So this is kind of like a setup a little bit for a future episode that I'm going to do. Apparently, the earth has chakras, which really, and they need to be cleansed. So, that would mean they need to be cleansed, right? Yeah, I guess they could be, but like each, um, there's like a location on earth where each chakra is. So, I'm gonna do an episode on that. Ooh, yeah, that'll be good. It's gonna tie into well, I'm gonna do a part as a part of another episode that it has to do with that too, but like. I think the this the rainbow vortex is like there's vortexes also that accompany with the chakras. So I'm wondering if this is one of them. It might be. Yeah. Does it like mention how wide of a an area would cover the chakras? It doesn't I don't or I don't think I haven't done like the full research on it yet I just like heard it mentioned and I was like what the fuck I'm gonna do an episode on this that would make sense there's like I'm not sure if it's an actual theory or not but there's a thing that's like compares the earth to like a human body unless I'm just making this up but I feel like I it's always been a metaphor in like poetry and like movies and stuff but Mm -hmm. If we think of the planet like a human body, everything works the same way in a, in a, in a way. I don't know mm-hmm. how to explain it. I don't know. But it's like a maternal thing that's like in sociology, we've already given Earth, like Mother Earth, its own 
um, like feminine qualities. We've oh, always yeah. thought of like earth as a more feminine um, entity or whatever, not entity, but like um, thing, I guess. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, that would kind of tie into that with the chakra thing. Cause yeah. people, I don't know. It's pretty cool though. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. There's ghosts oh, everywhere okay. in this. Ha- Can you imagine though, living in that, like living, dealing with that shit? Every no, day. it would drive me insane, yeah, especially that shit that where stuff goes missing. Uh-uh, I can't handle that. Yeah, I don't know how they survived. Like, it would drive me nuts. I don't know. I would be like, I just don't. I, I don't know what I would do. I would want to leave. But mm-hmm. at the same time, you already experienced it. So it would still be so mind boggling. Yeah. But if you're not getting any goddamn sleep because the lights are flashing and shit's making oh, noise no. and everything. Like, I, mm-mm. That's fucking scary. Yeah. I don't know. But anyways, um, that was awesome. That's very strange. And it's very close to me. So I'll, I'm going to see if I feel anything, if, if I ever go visit yeah. that part of the woods. Go out there, Abby. Do your and get arrested. I wonder if it would send me there. I, if it like would randomly send me there if I typed in something along the lines of. <gasps> yes, that gave me chills. Holy shit. In fact, what are some things, since you're here with me, what are some things I should put as my intention that you would suggest? I'll put it in my notes. So when I actually do go out, um, I already have some. What, do you, what are your thoughts so far on what you want to do or what your intentions would be? I want it to be something dark, but I don't want it to be too dark or too specific. I don't know how to, I don't know how to make it. To where it's not too general, you but also not too specific. Put in vortex and see if it takes you there. Well, vortex is part of one of the things. What? Like, you know, I told you that it gives you oh, categories. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I typed, I, I wrote that one out. Um, what else can I say? I can say entity. Mm-hmm. I can say experiment. Experiment. Uh, I'm scared. Ew, I'm not even like... Ooh, experiment would be scary. I'll type in abandoned. Don't put abandoned. Why? Because you're just going to get an abandoned building, and that's boring. It's not always boring. Sometimes it's scary. Maybe an abandoned kitty or a dog. No, because then I'll want to take it home. No, but that's what I'm saying. That's what would end up being there. (laughs) What the heck? You put it, because they it could give you whatever you put abandoned. It could be like an abandoned item or dog, or or it could just be general abandoned. <gasps> what if I found an abandoned car? Oh yeah, you could find that too. And there was stuff in there still, and the engine was warm. Ooh, that's scary. Yeah, the, someone and then someone just someone else is random nodding. We scare the fuck out of each other. We start screaming. That would be so funny. Pepper spray you. <laughs> Probably. Oh, shit. Yeah, I can't think of anything else that's not, like, <laughs> super terrifying. Vortex, entity, experiment, abandoned. Um, I wonder if anybody's ever typed in, like, haunted, like, just straight uh, up. You should type that in. Haunted. Ew. Okay, I did. Okay, so next time I need to freaking... Okay, well, wait a minute. Let's wrap this hoe up. That was really short. I'm sorry, guys. I thought it was longer, but... Ah, <sighs> so, um, 
we have new countries that we have listeners in. So we wanted to thank you guys and give you a shout out real quick. We now have listeners in Sassy. (laughs) We now have listeners in the the UK, not sure when, at what point all of these countries dropped, but we have listeners in the UK, Australia, Mexico, Qatar, South Africa, Germany, Spain, Brazil, Morocco, and the Netherlands. So thank you guys so much for checking us out. Hopefully we didn't disappoint you too badly. Um, Make sure you leave us a a review on Apple Podcasts and listen to wherever you listen to podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, Anchor, and um, thanks ahead of time for giving us a listen. Check us out on Instagram and on Twitter at Gimme the Creeps. And remember to submit your listener stories to our Gmail or our DMs. We'll catch you guys next time. Thanks for listening. So, oh. So, did we give you the creeps? <laughs> so. Did we give you the creeps?